Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Naya Barnaby join us. Naya, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your background to our audience. Hi, so my name is Naya Barnaby. Um, I have been working within the revenue operations space for the last 12 years. And I guess my background has been working with scaling corporate businesses within the SaaS tech space, um, having worked at companies like Amazon and Hootsuite and Jumio. Um, I've worked in spaces where we've either seen um, a great deal of growth within a company or we're looking to try and find ways to achieve and build upon that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, as you mentioned, um, you have really been in roles that are responsible for for growing and scaling the business. Um, I know that you have experience as a revenue operations leader. Um, you have experience within sales enablement. So from your perspective, what does that intersection look like between sales enablement and revenue operations from your perspective? And How do those two types of roles complement each other? Sure. If I think about revenue operations as a strategic function that is aligned and um, supporting the different um, departments within the commercial org, so you've got your marketing, your sales and your customer success um, teams, revenue operations can provide the operational infrastructure um, and that can help them to have very clear and focused um, deliverables. And so then the RevOps team have very clear roles. Within that RevOps team as well, what you can have is very defined departments. Um, So you may have one that's focused on the strategy and the analysis, another um, on the systems. And then lastly, you would have your sales enablement. And I like to think of enablement in many ways as becoming the connected tissue that helps companies leverage the strategies with the sellers or the individuals to create clear deliverables or OKRs or KPIs. Driving revenue in this way kind of helps create clear focus. Um, And so when you ask me how do they complement each other, I always start with the data. The revenue teams begin with the data and um, we think about how do we make decisions based on what we have in front of us. And if all the metrics and all the data-driven questions are being held in one space, we can ensure the development of the strategy um, is coming from the right place. So partnering with the marketing, the CS, and the sales team and your leadership team generally, we like to answer the questions of what is possible and how can we make what you want possible? And then we can start to think about what is the plan that we need to build around that um, and work with the different departments and and align with them to, to create that. Naya, one of the things that I noticed is that um, in an interview that you had done, you mentioned the important role that revenue ops plays in ensuring um, departments can work cohesively with each other. And, you know, you, you alluded to that in your answer just, just a moment ago as well. From your perspective, what are some best practices for collaborating with partners from across the organization to uh, improve alignment es- essentially on your initiatives? Yeah, so I like to think of RevOps as there to provide answers, right? So we take the questions from the different departments, um, we use this to understand what the right data points are that are needed. Um, and in this way, you can instinctively become a business partner to these different departments. Um, 
historically, um, you'll find different departments are responsible um, and own specific metrics or processes. And in this way, they can start to kind of work in isolation. And so my best practices would include um, firstly, understanding what those questions are, making sure you've got the right um, data points and, and metrics, having collaborative meetings, QBRs, um, making sure that you have the stakeholders from the different parts of the business um, available and a part of that. Clearly defining what your metrics are so that you can actually focus on building a narrative around that and generally just being more customer centric. If you're able to do some of those things, then when you're bringing on other elements like new technologies, um, you can really make sure that those other elements are in the middle of that, the data is in the middle of that, so that you're kind of making sure you're able to optimize for the actual questions that those departments are really trying to solve. Now, uh, I imagine that there are, you know, some challenges that you've experienced in building and maintaining the, this alignment with partners. Um, what do you recommend for ways to overcome some of those challenges? Yeah, for sure. I think one of the, the challenges is having them understand how to work with us. Um, and really, we are there to help align and collaborate with you guys. Um, and so where there are issues around who is owner, who is owning the, the metrics, who is owning the process, when we are clear on, on who that is and what relationship needs to be between the two, it really does help um, massage away some of those problems. You know, there can sometimes be a resistance to change. And when you're able to provide collaboration and support, you strip away all of the other elements and you really start to have a clear focus and be able to prioritize um, what it is you're trying to do. Um, challenges often come from um, not having a, a clear focus or a clear vision um, and a clear understanding of the roles and responsibilities of the people involved. Yes, I, I have found that communication and clear roles and responsibilities are, are critical to ensuring alignment. Um, you also touched on something just a moment ago, um, too, in your previous answer um, around, you know, the the help um, that alignment provides when it comes to um, rolling things out to the field. Um, mm -hmm. And one area where, you know, we've seen sales enablement and revenue operations um, often overlap is when it comes to rolling out new technology or tools. Um, so what are some of your best practices for driving adoption among the field? And, and how do you partner with enablement to do this effectively? Yeah, so when you're looking at um, I guess, new tool or new tech stack, I like to, at least um, with, the, with the teams that I work with, I like to include um, them within, firstly, all of our performance reviews and all of our forecast calls, making them very aware of like our strategic focus. Um, and then that way, when it comes to purchasing new tools, they're very aware of the processes that we've got in play. Because ultimately what you're looking to do is purchase a tool um, to help drive um, revenue. And to do that, we need adoption from the from the users. And normally, you'll find that the sales enablement team are extremely close to the to the users and to the processes um, on a day to day basis. And so, what you'll do is by including them from the beginning in that process, you get all that additional information and additional expertise that comes from them from the get go. They can ask the questions to um, to the product and really understand what the goals are and the requirements are and then build a project and build a solution based on that. 
So any adoption requires clear goals um, and clear requirements. And so you need to be able to build a project plan around that. And so, for example, if we were going to reintroduce Salesforce to an environment, you'd first want to know what were the pain points of that customer, um, find a champion user, um, make sure that you've got a clear and, and good understanding of what the users on a day-to-day -day basis are doing, what are their processes, and build to alleviate as many of the problems that they're usually seeing. And so an overlap with enablement helps keep that um, clear and focused and top of mind. You often find sometimes that, you know, companies can purchase tools to kind of patch up processes or data inconsistencies. And to avoid that, I feel like enablement is a key, um, a key piece of um, making some really great improvements. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, given, you know, your revenue operations background, what are what are some of your best practices for gathering insights into what's working and what's not as it relates to sales performance? And, and how do you use those insights um, to help improve the enablement programs? Yeah, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but clean data. I always feel that clean data is where you start from and a clear understanding of what your metrics need to be. Once you've got that, you then need to be communicating um, often and um, have real visibility to what's happening um, and what conversations are happening with your customers. So, you know, talking with the sellers, talking with marketing and the CS to find out exactly what's working well and what isn't working and then optimizing for it. So when I include um, the layer of sales enablement, my best practices around that are very um, basic, thinking very basically, you know, having a weekly or bi-weekly cadence of structured forecast calls and um, clear governance and um, scheduled performance reviews, bringing us back to what was our initial goal, thinking about um, what was the strategy that we were looking to put in place and looking at our current pipeline or the way in which um, our sellers are performing helps us kind of zoom in and take a view back to understand the landscape and what's really driving the change and is it the change that we want. Naya, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I, I love your perspectives on, on revenue operations and I'm so excited that you got the chance to, to join us and, and share your expertise with our audience. So thank you. Thank you. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you want to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.